Ho ho happy Hameen holidays. As 2020 winds down with over 2.2 million downloads, the Hameen army marches into 2021 with sights set on 3 million downloads and beyond. We'd like to thank you, the listeners and sponsors, for following and supporting us on all of Hami Media Group affiliate channels as we continue to provide the very best variety of entertainment anywhere. Pro wrestling, movie reviews, TV show reviews, news, sports, conspiracy, and satire. We have everything for your listening or viewing pleasure. Add Hami Media to all your favorite audio and video platforms. iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Twitch, and YouTube are just some of the many ways you can get your fill of all of the HMG content. And speaking of getting your fill, if you're cooking this holiday season, there's only one olive oil to use in all your delicious delectable dishes, Zordos Artisan Greek Ultra Premium Olive Oil. This olive oil is not only the perfect ingredient for your festive feast, but Zordos Olive Oil makes the perfect gift for any foodie or fan of fantastic food. Head over to Zordos oliveoil.com and taste what the term ultra premium means. Now, after a good meal or to kickstart your morning, what's better than a cup of bro, bro? The Coffee Brosters Russo's brand coffee is better than your average cup of joe, bro. When checking out at thecoffeebrosters.com, use the promo code BRO5LB for a special price on a five pound bag of Russo's brand coffee. This deal is too good to pass up on, bro. Did somebody say deal? Well, Stevie Richards and ForceUSA.com have a deal for you. Are you looking to build a better you? How about the best custom home gym you can imagine? ForceUSA delivers sturdy, innovative and versatile strength training equipment for home gyms and training studios alike. Enter promo code Stevie5 for a special 0% financing offer at checkout. Also check out StevieRichardsFitness.com for a fantastic affordable resistance band training program and yoga program choose from the 12 and 16 week program as well as a dynamic yoga program that will get you ready to burn off those calories after those huge holiday meals if you're interested in a band new you for 2021 and years to come stevie kick start your health with stevie richards fitness.com prowrestlingtees.com celebrate all of the hami media personalities and independent pro wrestling stars by giving the gift of or grabbing up for yourself the coolest merch any wrestling fan desires again head over to prowrestlingtees.com and support indie wrestling today hey infidels do you want to become a Hami Media Group operative? Then follow us at Hami Media Group on Twitter and request a link to our private Discord channel. You can also find us on Facebook at Hami Media Discussion Group and interact with all of the HMG personalities as well as joining in on the fun discussions, watch-along events, and games. You can also follow us on Instagram to like, comment, and participate on all of the HMG and Conspiracy Horseman propaganda. Once again, thank you to all of the subscribers, followers, sponsors, guests, producers, and host of Hami Media as we march to 3 million downloads. All of this is possible because of you. <laughs>
This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi, Sith, and everybody in between, especially all you Mandalorians, to the NFO's Mandalorian review show called Mandomania. Ooh, yeah. It's running wild all over your face, neck, and chest, and you're asking for it. And what you gonna do? Another week's edition has come, has gone, has pleased the masses, has united the divided Star Wars fan base. But enough of all the hoopla and shenanigans. Let me introduce myself. I am one-fourth. That's right. One-fourth. A quarter of your hosts tonight. I am a pro wrestler, multi-time champion in a galaxy far, far away. I am your boy, GGP, a.k.a. Greek God Papadon. Ah, to the Greek, Greek. Ah, ah, ah. And alongside with me is a mean, sadistic, disgruntled, almost postal, if you will, Sith Lord. <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. We have the Kung Fu grip having medical droid who loves to steal your thunder but uh, side note he also steals your girl and then last but not least we have the x division champion who may who may be challenging the planet x division champion bin Hamin in the future because one x is not good Two X's are better, and if you ask Spiro the Butcher, he wants three X's across the board because there's nothing better than triple X. Gush, 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 gush. Everybody in this house, we have a full house tonight. No Uncle Jesse, no Oikos, but it's all right. Introduce yourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the talk lord of the podcast, the Sith Ari, the rampaging Reverend Kiss, the Butcher, the most disgruntled Star Wars fan in the galaxy, your boy Spiro. I am smarter than 2 b more technical than FX7, the god of Steel and Thunder, and the dude who's really happy that his favorite bounty hunter has made the dad bod cool again, Dr. Destroyo, Alex Arroyo. Oh, and it's your boy, the X-Division champion, the Flex-Division champion, Mocha Skin Manimal, Daisy Hitman, always down to talk Star Wars and have some fun about shit my pants when I saw Slave 1, Rohit Raju. This guy's competing with me for dropping bars over here. Oh, boy, we're hitting it. 36 chambers. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang is the best. But Cypher. There we go. There we go. Sprite ain't got nothing on us. Um, So, yo, let's check it out. Very simple. This is not the Mandomania show. We're rebranding it tonight. To Boba Mania. Because this was the redemption that we were all clamoring for, striving for, because holy shit. When you guys thought you had the answers, Filoni and Favreau changed the questions to borrow a phrase from the late great Roddy Roddy Piper. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. Last episode, 
we said was the greatest episode of Mandalorian history. Uh, how do we how do we top that? I don't know. Uh, let's do it all over again and top last week's episode with this week's episode, chapter fourteen. Um, was it chapter fourteen? Yeah, yes, I think it was. chapter fourteen. The tragedy, and it is the reintroduction of the man, the myth, the legend. No, not your mother, and not <laughs> Brandon Miller's mom, who takes it in the bum, but none other than Boba Fett. In one word, let's go around the horn. We'll start with the Sith Lord, who just came back from Witness Protection Program in Exegol. One word. One word. How about this? Gush. <laughs> you <laughs> took my fucking word. <laughs> Doc, you're next. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna combine it all together. LOD pop. Ooh, man, that that's Hell good. Yeah, big time. Uh, okay, okay. Well, um, I would just have to say unfucking believable. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, but it's all one word. We just mold it together. <laughs> got, it, got it, got it, got it. I, I'll let, I'll allow it. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna say, man, delicious. Mm. Because goddamn, man, if Filoni and Favreau, I trust. I know we all trust. But like Indeed. I said, last episode, chapter 13, The Jedi. Phenomenal episode. Probably the greatest episode visually, storyline-wise, everything from top to bottom. And then you think, oh, this is probably going to be a downer episode this week. Yeah. But no, they, they build on the pop and they top last week's episode the only way you know how. It's like following an Undertaker match at WrestleMania after he steals the show. How can you follow it? Eh, bring back Boba Fett. He'll top Taker any day of the week. And boy, did he top Taker. Oof. What an episode, man. Yeah. What an episode. Now, uh, I like the beginning. I thought the beginning was a little, uh, to steal a word from my wife. Oh, that Star Wars stuff? Oh, is that baby Yoda? He's cute. Uh, <laughs> cute. No, no, no. That's Groku. Groku. Listen, Groku. That, that's, that's going to be a future episode. Probably not this week's, the following weeks of who's more over. Because it's come down to right now. It's not Democrats and Republicans anymore. It's Team Baby Yoda versus Team Grogu. And mm -hmm. I'm Team Grogu 100% of the way. Yo, and meanwhile, sounds, my wife... I'm sorry, man. That that sounds like, like a, a rejected name for some Greek yogurt and shit, you know? Hey, but it's I'll cool, though. It. The Gogurt. Gogurt, yeah, exactly. You know? So the beginning I thought it was cool. They're in the Razor Crest, they're flying through space, and the Mandalorian's popping himself by calling the kid's name and the kid's pop, you know, reacting. You know? Like when you when you tell Doc titties, and he goes, Arr? you know, like <laughs> so I thought that was cool. And then he tells him to use the force and he pulls the knob. Doc easy. He grabs the knob, doc easy. <laughs> He uses the force on the knob. Doc, easy. Anyway, Whoa, you know, all boy. this knob going around, you know, Doc gets excited. Oh, he go gets his oh. fucking shine box because, you know, he loves to polish them <laughs> knobs. Um, Don't forget the balls, too. The little yeah, steel balls. Of course. Well, yo, then he hits his leg and he goes, dang ferret. Well, as we know, is a curse word or like, God damn it, in Star Wars. And the kid gets actually scared. He thought he did something wrong. He's like, no, 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 no. And then he goes to, he tries to convince himself and the kid by saying, the nice lady said you had abilities and powers. You're too powerful for me to train you. Like he's going to train him in anything, right? And he tries to convince him that he has to go with the Jedi once they go down to Tython. 
and sit on the uh, the seeing rock. Um, seeing, stone, seeing stone. Seeing stone. Excuse me, Rosetta. My bad. Um, so what do you guys think of that that, uh, that beginning of the, the episode? Did you guys like it? You guys thought it was just whatever? Right out the box. I mean, we thought this was going to be the last scene of the last episode, and it was not. So they obviously uh, you know, needed to set up what happens later on. But they go right to the seeing stone immediately on Typhon. I'm like, oh, shit, from jump we're hitting there. I did like the little interaction between the two of them. It's kind of further strengthening their bond together. Um, but I was really excited to see that this was not going to be a filler episode, and they went right for the jugular. Yeah, uh, definitely. I thought it was cool to see how he was, <laughs> He was like you said, he was popping himself. He was like, Grogu, and he, <laughs> 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 he was like Beavis and Butthead laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's almost like how you said he was trying to convince him to that he needs to go train with a jedi but almost like he was trying to convince himself you know he knows he has that attachment to him but he's it's almost like he denies it like uh, yeah. he doesn't really show that he has that attachment he it's he like he puts it off even with the helmet you know you can still sense the emotion and the the connection there but he almost he's like okay well i gotta i i made a promise i need to stick to my word instead of realizing you have a bond with this kid even though ahsoka said hey he looks at you like his father but it's just not resonating with him he's still in denial about that it's like a small thing but you can pick up on it yeah man you know i definitely feel that they're setting us up to break out the fucking kleenex at some point Oh, um, oh no! Yeah, and uh, in, in one way, I'm not sure, uh, but uh, you know, I I was enjoying the episode, but it wasn't until I saw S Slave One that I was like, "Fuck, that's it! Everybody, just move, <laughs> get out of the fucking way, bro! Move, get out the way! The get ugliest, the way. yeah, the ugliest ship, fucking looks so fucking sexy, dude! It, it, I, I was like." No fucking way, man. All right. Well, before we go to Slave One, let's touch base on the that that ancient Jedi temple looking yeah. like Stonehenge. I thought that was pretty badass because I was expecting to see some kind of building or something, you know, like we saw in Octu. I didn't expect to see that Stonehenge type of uh, structure. And even the Seeing Rock looked pretty cool with all the inscriptions on it. You know what I mean? Yep. And I liked I liked when they landed. You know, obviously he couldn't land the ship. He said it was too small of a platform. So he goes, we're going to have to do this with the windows down. And then, boom, yeah. <laughs> takes off with a jetpack. You hear the little kid scream, woo! You know, like Doc when he finds his toys that he hid in, in Target. And no one's <laughs> like, um, Yo, uh, by the way, I, I was able to actually translate that fucking writing on, on, on the stone. Were you? Yeah. What did he say? Um, it translates to motherfuckers revving his cannon. Like straight up. <laughs> Look it up, guys. Trust me. <laughs> Revan was here. That's right. <laughs> well, look, I popped when he walks in and he looks and he, and he, he puts him on the stone, or right before he puts him on the stone, he looks at him and goes, Does this look Jedi to you? Like he has no fucking <laughs> no clue. clue. No clue. <laughs> totally clueless. Well, apparently that writing is it's like not even a Jedi temple. It's it's before uh Jedi. So like that writing is so ancient, it could be read by both Sith. And Jedi, and it, what was the, it was like the Jedi or something like that, or the they Jedi. Were known as Je the Jedi. And then yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yep. The, the, the Bogwash. I forgot what it was called. Yes. Yeah, like the Bogwash. Yeah. And the so, Bandu, like, that, the Bandu was one of them. Yep. And, and then, uh, 
I forgot I what the, the other thing was called. I can't remember either, but apparently that this place was like, so, you know, not just a Jedi can probably uh, contact him. It could be a Sith too, or somebody. It also could be like a, someone in between strong with the force. Cause I was uh, watching a lot of videos or reading up on that. I was like, shit, man, it doesn't mean a Jedi. Hopefully it will be, you know, obviously hopefully we'll get to what we're always talking about. But yeah, I noticed a lot of people are saying that and the writing was and is very ancient. So I thought that was pretty cool. Totally. Spiro. You know, man, uh, Rohit said, said a word clueless, but I don't think that we're there yet. There's something I want to talk about. I think I said it to you guys in the, in the chat earlier, but I like where it's going. I, you know, I, I have a feeling that again, you know, we don't know, man, is, is, is baby Yoda or Grogu going to end up on the light side of the force on the dark side of the force? Oh, is, yeah. he, is he is he even gonna make it out of the season alive? But again, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead. On leave the, it on to Spiro to walk in and plant the fact that Baby Yoda may die <laughs> in my fucking head. Like, thank you. Hey, well, listen, uh, let me break a little kayfabe here so you guys can understand something. In Ford Fairlane, they didn't kill the fucking koala. They're not killing the fucking Baby Yoda Grogu. In this fucking show, anytime soon. What? You didn't really think we'd kill the fucking koala bear, now, did you? <laughs> I don't think so. No he's, way. He's too much. He's too much money. He's yeah. too much of a draw. He is the draw. A, he is the draw. Yeah. And speaking of over, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so look. He sits him on the stone. He's like, are you seeing anything? Are they able to see you? He's looking around to see if it works. There's like a fucking on-off switch. He puts on his helmet to see if there's anything over there. And all of a sudden, you hear a sound. And you're like, oh, shit, it's a ship. What yeah. ship is it? And then Spiro says, lo and behold, another Woo. deadly episode. Kaboom. Slave one. I pop huge. Again, like last week when the white lit when sabers came out, I jumped out of the seat early in the morning. I was like, oh, shit. And pop huge. Huge. Huge, huge. I did not expect to see Boba Fett come back Oof. this season. Same. No, I knew he was coming back. Come on. There's no way they're going to tease that at the very, very beginning and not bring him back. I fucking yeah. knew it was going to be there. I was excited for it. And the second you see he kind of just off to the horizon as he's like tracking it, I'm like, oh shit. Hair yeah. stood up. Yeah. Hair stood up. My fucking eyes opened up. I was like, oh, here we go, baby. <laughs> no, but who, who was it in season one? Who was it that actually called it that said, I think, you know, when uh, when Fennec Shan was shot and shit and the boots came out and all that, who was it that so actually it called that it? Was this Greek that was right you? here because yeah. of the spurs. Right that guy the spurs, right there. Yeah. Yo, and the sound, when, uh, uh, the old radio sound too. Yeah. yeah. Yo, oh, by when, the way, uh, Rohit, you were right. I went back to episode three and I put on the subtitles and the doctor says him. But the way ah. he's... But when the, but the way he said it, you know, I guess because of his dialect or his uh, the way his speech, it sounded like it. So, but he ah. does say him. Oh, so, so they did reveal his sex of the the, the of uh, Grogu in episode three. It just nice. I didn't catch it. So good pull, my friend. Good pull. Yo, when um when when Din Djarin turned on that thermal shit, I'm like, yo, man, don't tell me this guy's about to fucking find some fucking cum stains and shit here or something, man. You know? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh man! Well, thankfully not. 
not for nothing. When he, when he does when he does turn on that thermal the thermal sight and all that stuff, even though it reminds me of Predator, it's still cool as shit seeing it every fucking yeah. time. Yeah, of course it is. it is. Uh when Slave I literally when Slave one, I was like, oh, maybe you know, Moff found him already. But it made that noise that you know that noise Slave One makes, and I was like, "Oh, I was same thing." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is what we're doing. We're doing this right now." And I was like, "And, and from then on, I couldn't stop shaking, man." I could, I was like, "Cause I don't know." I, know. What's gonna I was like, "My toes yeah. are tapping." I was yes. like, "Let's go, let's go." I literally, let's I stood up and had to watch the rest of the episode. I couldn't sit down. I was so, yeah, man. Ooh. And I was and I was gaming, and so I watched it at three a.m. Wow. I didn't. I was so hyped. I texted my buddies. I said, "You guys need to watch this now," and uh, they watched it. And I rewatched it. And then we talked. And I didn't go to bed till like six in the morning. I, I was so hyped, and my anxiety was just. It, it just. And it, and it began as soon as Slave One came in. I was like, and I got goosebumps just thinking about it. I was like, "Oh shit, this is it. This is they're doing it right now, man. I can't believe it. Could not I've done, believe." It. I've done watch this episode like six or seven times already. <laughs> I can watch it over and over and over and over again. Um, so he turns around when he goes, yo, we got to bounce. And then he sees that he's he's on the stone and the field, there's some kind of force field through the force that's been created and he can't penetrate it. And he's like, all right, I'll come back. I'll come back. And then he go, as he's going downhill, he gets shot at and then... Out comes Boba Fett with the hood on from uh, the. Uh, wait, 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 wait! Before you get there, did you notice the butterfly fi- f- flying around? Yes. Grogu. Yeah, yes. yes, I thought he was gonna eat it. <laughs> Me too. I thought he was yeah. gonna grab it and eat it. But th- I read an article today about how that connects to Kylo somehow. Ben it also Solo. connects to actually the butterfly have been used a few times. The blue ones, the blue butterfly, have actually been. Used for a few, like in the comics at least. So yeah. not just Kylo. I know I saw that too, but it's actually from uh, Vader because uh, Vader would have it. That was like his last piece of the light side, and it meant he got it from. Uh, it was his memories of uh, Padme. So Anakin's uh, the light side of the Force was um, when he had visions or something like that. It was the blue butterflies were always there, and they were there for a, a couple other light side. Um, oh, so that too. means Luke Skywalker, bitches. It could be. And then, if you notice, I don't know if it was his aura or not, but the force field was blue. Yes, it was. Yeah, so I was very like, that's his aura, very light side. So, <laughs> very crypt. He ain't a blood. He's a crypt. Him and Snoop were chilling together. You're getting bitches. Um, so then, all of a sudden, he asked Boba Fett if he's a Jedi, and Boba Fett's like, I want the armor. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to peel it off my body. He goes, not your armor, dummy. My armor. <laughs> and uh, he goes, you got it from Cobb Vent. And I love the way he says Tatooine. He says it with his little accent. He's like, Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> but yo, him taking down that hood and just talking to him, I was like, oh, 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 like a fan, like a fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah and, then, and, then, and then we find out Phoenix Shan is sitting up top. With the scope on the rifle, like Spiro, and uh, aiming at the child, and then uh, he's like, "Look, I'm wearing the armor here, dude." He goes, uh, "What makes you think you're gonna you're gonna drop me? I'll drop you guys in a second. And then he tells him about Phoenix Shan. Then he hears her voice, and she realizes it's her. She comes down the ridge, 
because he ends up doing the gimmick with the wrist. What's that called? The Phoenix lights? Uh, the, the birds. Was it the songbirds or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So then, and then, <laughs> and the best is Boba Fett talking shit. They're going, all right, all right. How about we just talk it out a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need no bloodshed. And then he goes, we guarantee safe passage for you and the child. And then uh, she shows how she, how, how she, uh, she lived. Gnarly too. Oof. Yeah. yeah. What's your take on the little robot baby makers that she has now? No, that was crazy, man. I, I saw that shit and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah I, that was some sick, sick fucking tech right there. I mean. See, to me, she has Does to she probably have been a part of a cyborg before this, though, because, I mean, if he replaced, like, literally her whole midsection, that's, like, if she was human, that's kind of odd. I don't know. My, my guess is that she was yeah, who did that shit, somewhat right? cyborg to begin with. Well, she Maybe. said Boba Fett did it. <clears throat> you know what I popped for, and I skipped over this. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes I'm, I know. I'm going back to it now. What he, what he said to him. Shut up. Don't steal the Ooh. thunder. I'm stealing the thunder. No, no, no. He said, oh, he he said, said, he said no, no, you shall die. <laughs> he said, I'm a simple man just trying to make my way through the galaxy. Pop. Like like <laughs> my father before me. Pop. That is a nod to Luke Skywalker. We've heard both those lines. Yes. A nod to Luke Skywalker that he's coming, my friend. I'm telling you. Because so. that's Luke Skywalker. I'm telling you. And then uh, Fenix comes down with the, the cybernetics. And... Uh, his his I love when he says this, bro, because I pop for this. Fate steps in to save the wretched. I was like, oh, that's such a badass line to use in a promo. And then uh again, they make a deal, the armor for the safety of the child. The Empire shows up. Uh Boba Fett and Shan, uh, Phoenix Shan go to fucking def- to find out what's going on. And then dumbass Din Djarin runs up the hill. He takes off his backpack. The whole episode, he leaves the backpack there, the, the jetpack. Yeah. That's the one thing I said to myself. Just grab the fucking jetpack, shoot back uphill. He never once went back for the jetpack in the episode. So I hope he didn't leave it on the planet. Because even my my 13-year-old daughter, when she was watching it, when he started running up the hill, she goes, why don't you just grab his jetpack? I looked at her and said, that's what I said. But anyway, he needs the cardio. Yeah, you know, he- yeah, when I saw that shit, I was like, this motherfucker is wearing armor. Not just armor, but best car fucking steel. I mean, and he's running up. How the fuck? How is he not huffing and puffing? How is he sh- shooting straight? How what, how is he fucking alive, man? I mean, fuck He's that. He's the Papadon, the Ric Flair. The, he has good in-ring cardio. That's why. <laughs> no, but did you guys, uh, you know, I read an article how something. Hold on. Hold on. You actually read the article? <laughs> believe that, man? Hey, I did, man. I, I read an article. I read an article. Yeah, no, right? I, anyways. Fucking uh, Fennec Shands, supposedly, I don't know if they were going to use Dengar in her place first, and then they said, no, you know what, let's have, have a female in here or something, I don't know. But they were talking about how they recanonized something, because in the comics, it was Boba Fett and Dengar that were this dual fucking, you know, doing shit around. But I guess now with this show, they're going to have her and... Uh, him now, I guess, as, as being this like dual now, you know. She was well, badass. I'll give her that. She yeah, was, man. I'll take it. No, well, I, she's better on the eyes than Dengar. That's for sure. Big time. <laughs> I mean, if you, you know run what, out man? of TP because of a pandemic, Dengar's your Token, man. Yeah, but if you, oh, if you yeah. run a little BG yeah, on yeah. the side for saving a chick's life, I'd go with Fennec Shan. 
Yo, is, is it me or, or or did you know Boba Fett kind of look like fucking Dengar, man? He 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 looked rough, man. You know. Yep. Fucking scars I liked that he on his face. Rough. I like yeah. The acid. He had like the acid burns on his face and shit. I yeah. thought that was really really cool. And when he hit us with that Django line, I was like, oof, man, that was yeah. I popped, I popped for that. And then even when. She was like, you got good ears, Mando. When he was like, Phoenix, like you were dead. And uh, it, it almost reminded me of C-3PO's midsection when she peeled her, uh, when, yeah. when she showed that. But it was like Luke's hand when he showed that and like the gears were moving. And that's exactly what it was. It was like a mix. It was just, for some reason, it looked gross. I don't know why, but yeah, it looked man. gross to me. I bet you she could win sit-up championships now. Yeah. But look, <laughs> then, the, then the Stormtroopers come out of those... Uh, Transports that we've seen in episode seven with the first order, right? Oh, yep. They come out, Boba and Shand mm. just drops them and jobs them out. We get to see a good, Dude, a good, stick. oh, yeah, a good montage where this is where the Fendemption comes into all you Boba Oof. Fett haters out there who says Boba Fett was overrated, he hasn't earned his keep in a matter of a minute and a half. He took out five stormtroopers. In the most badass way, mm. with that, with that, that, that staff that was from the Tuscan Raiders, not even with a blaster, he just beat the hell out of him, and I popped so huge when every time he hit him, the the mask cracked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah pieces are flying all over the place. Oh man, it just looked so dope. But, Fucking you know, lethal. But, one of my yeah. friends pointed out to me that he's using the uh, Gaddafi stick, the, uh, the the one from the Tuscan Raiders. And it's almost like it's a Samoan weapon to like kind of throw back to oh, uh, good call to which is ah, Samoan heritage because yeah. that's like similar to the stuff that they use. So I thought that was a good call when my friends talked about that. I liked it when he was dragging it on the on the ground, then he twirled it and popped the fucking guy. Like, oh yeah. so dumb. Be, he beat yeah. the piss out of them and then drove the one through the guy's chest. He was like, yeah. <laughs> looking like redeemed, redeemed in one episode. It was just yeah. like Holy shit! Big time, but, he but did, that's man. but that but that that right there that was just shine. That wasn't even his comeback. <laughs> yeah. That was just shine, bro. Yeah. Because then he looked shine. over, and he saw the ship. Off camera, he ran into the ship and got his gear right, laced up his boots, put on his wrist tape. But, but all that happened, right? What happens? We see Din Djarin trying to grab the child. He gets thrown back. Boom! Because the freaking he couldn't break the force field. Gets knocked out. Phoenix Shan sees another transport troop coming down. Um, more stormtroopers comes out. She starts blasting them all left and right, you know, taking them all out. All of a sudden, we see first time I remember this. I don't remember ever seeing it. A mortar being used by yeah. stormtroopers, which I thought was cool. And then that we see them dope. get the big machine gun. She sees that. She goes, "Oh shit!" Starts to run out of the way to find cover. Obviously, the stormtroopers miss like they always do, but barely, barely uh, small margin of missing every time. She hides behind the rock. The mortar hits the rock, gets loose. She kicks the, the rock. The rock starts rolling downhill a la Indiana Jones and takes out a few stormtroopers who decide not to get out of the way. I don't know why, which was, I thought was a cool visual, you know? And all of a sudden, Din Djarin wakes up, goes downstairs to make the save, comes down, you know, does a little... A little uh, Rock and roll saves her a little bit, then gets outnumbered, and he's and they're shooting him, and he's taking the shots, trying to use him as a shield, and all of a sudden, 
You get that cool visual. The was it that detonator he throws down? Oh yeah, Oof. the first the detonator comes down and yep. it's that that cool sound. It's one of my new favorite sounds. Yeah. And then boom. Look who stepped in the room to and Boba Fett, motherfucker. Yeah, he said just the shots of him looking on the angle with the freaking mask and him taking out all the stormtroopers. And grabbing one in the headlock, twirling him around, stabbing him, shooting this one, that one, then shooting the other one with his knee pads. Dude, and then the they knee all, rockets. Yeah. yeah, dude. The other, whatever, three or four of them bounce, take a powder back into the ship, and they take off. And then he, he, he drops the little scanner and then shoots the rocket out of his backpack and, one, and blows up the ship. And that one ship falls into the next ship and they both blow up. Woo! Right there. Yeah. Bed Depshin. I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. you can end the episode now. I'm happy. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I dove off the couch when he when they had the upshot of him with the whole yes. armor. I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I remember, man. I kept I kept throughout the fucking episode, man. I kept making these sounds. And my wife's like, what the fuck, man? I'm, I'm like, <laughs> but dude, man, I, I feel that. With a sound like this? Uh, <laughs> I can't hold. Fucking diapers, man. I got fucking diapers. I shit my pants every day. I can't walk. I can't hump. You know? But like that fucking, <laughs> that whole scene, man, I feel that he totally out fucking mondoed and outshined anything Dinjar did in the yeah. past one and a half fucking seasons, man. Yo, they need to make a Boba Fett series they or are. a movie. Yeah, it's a, there's a mini series happening, apparently getting it filmed right now. Really I, fucking awesome. Dude, he was so sweet. I like the fact that he is obviously older. Uh, the relationship, I think, like you were saying, how he outmandled him. And Mando kind of gets jobs sometimes in his own show, which is good and yeah. bad in a sense. Uh, but I'm really hoping, he's, if you think, too, Mando is very. He's like that sheltered kid. He doesn't know a lot. Even though he's been a around in the universe, he doesn't know a lot about his own, uh, I guess you could say, culture. He doesn't know a lot about right. the Jedi and stuff like that. So that's kind of weird. I don't know if that's just bad writing or if that's like uh, for a reason. But I would love to see, because obviously something you know we'll get there about his ship, but I would love to see Boba Fett take him under his wing and almost be like a mentor slash father figure to him and then – pass on slave one to mando i think that would be super sweet but uh yeah i think he could honestly teach him some the tricks of the trade and the ways of not only bounty hunting but mandalorian stuff now obviously because because oh, yeah. of what happens what we'll talk about here in a minute but some oh, wild man. shit you just said something that blew my mind my man <clears throat> what's that and i hope it doesn't happen i hope what's that i hope that boba Obviously, for the next two episodes, going to help Mando get the child. I hope Boba doesn't fucking sacrifice himself. And that's how Mando gets Slave One. Right. You know what I mean? And then Boba yeah. dies uh honorable death as opposed to dying. That would suck. That would suck. I want to see suck, Boba yeah. long term. Yeah, I do too. Because you, know, you just gave him back to us. Don't take him away. We've been waiting 40 years for this redemption, so don't take don't take them away from us. That's exactly what I told my wife. I said I've been waiting forty years for this. <laughs> Yo, exactly. Are we are are we at the point of uh, you know th that big boom? 
You know, uh, what do you mean? I think we're there now. Yeah. At the, the episode or in Star Wars culture lore? What are you talking about? The episode. I'm saying. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. This is the point where Gideon, Gideon gets pissed off yeah, for blowing yeah. up his two ships, and he blows up the Razor Crest. Now you <laughs> see one, when one that shot happened, down. When that happened, that right there was everything I needed to see, and it hit me. They're gonna give this dude slave one at some point. Whether it's how you said that he sacrifices himself, but I, I have a feeling at some point Boba's gonna be like, "Hey, hey, kid, here, take the fucking keys, man. You know, it, it's it's all yours. You know." Yeah, like retire. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know about that, but I don't know. I, I think he's gonna pass it on to him, whether he dies or or just passes it on to him. Like, here, man, fuck it. It's it's yours. Take it. I don't know. But when they did that, I was like, fuck. But, but then I said, wait a minute. They're going to, I think they're going to set up Boba passing on his ship to him. I mean, it's, it's, it's only right, I think. Well, listen, know? there's a couple of things I think that happened. When they blew up the, the Razor Crest, I popped. I went, oh, shit, because I didn't expect it. Same. But through the force, I felt. 29,000 individuals who spent $375 (laughs) (laughs) on a razor crest cry out in tears and in shame. There's been razor crest memes all week about this already. And and I had posted the meme that I made that I sent you guys where it was like, uh, you know, the, the backers and then the explosion at the bottom of it. And I posted it in some like vintage Star Wars group, and the amount of people that were getting upset about it was fucking hilarious. I had like a hundred comments in an hour. They were just going bananas. <laughs> hilarious. The, I mean, we still buy stuff of Vader. We still buy stuff of yeah. Death Star, and that shit's long gone. So, I mean, you can still buy your Razor Crest stuff. Of course, but I think the thing was is like you know people said, oh, you know, we backed the barge and we knew the barge exploded. I was like, yeah, but. We knew the barge exploded way before we backed the barge. We didn't know the it's razor true. crest was going to blow up after we we backed it. So that's true. That's what makes it slightly different than that. Not the <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't care. But right, right. Well, look. Hopefully, hopefully they give him a new ship, right? Yeah. And he does what he does with the new ship and keeps on trucking. And they don't give him slave one and kill off Boba in order to get the reins and move forward. Right. But. Anyway, going back to the episode, uh, Fennec tells Manda, uh, tells uh, Boba to go back to his ship just in case. They run up the hill again to try to save the baby, uh, the child, and the dark troopers come and they look badass and they Dude, just and snatch he the names child. them. He calls them yeah. dark troopers, which I popped for. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, because we all were like, are those dark troopers? And then he's like, release the dark troopers, and I was like, holy shit, it's legit. Fucking badass. So. Then, then what happens was uh, Bobo goes after them. He was going to blow them up. And then Jin Jaren tells him not to. They stand down. He goes and does a soft follow, he says. Goes up to see where they're going. And he sees the Imperial cruiser. And then he's like, holy shit, they're back. Yeah. And they're like, who's back? The Empire. They go, they can't. it's impossible. The Outer Rim is patrolled by the uh, New Republic. And he, then he goes with this one line that I popped for. This isn't a spice dream. I can see the Imperial cruiser with my own eyes. Yeah. And I was like, a spice dream? This motherfucker's PTSDing after the fucking Sarlacc pit that he's <laughs> he's getting on spice over here. Like, I was like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? So I thought I was pretty cool. Um, obviously, what happens, uh, they bounce into hyperspace or through light speed. 
And then we do the cuts back down to the scene where Boba Fett's going through the wreckage. I mean, I'm sorry, Mandalorian's going through the wreckage. He finds the knob, which ha- of course is going to survive, right? Yeah, sure. People were saying it was a metaphor of hope that they still hope to get the child back. And he finds the Beskar spear. And then that's when um, Boba Fett shows him the, uh, the chain coat in the armor. And this blew my mind. It retcons what we were hoping would happen. Yes. And proves yep. that, man, that Django was, in fact, the Mandalorian because he's a foundling. Someone, someone actually uh, quoted. Yeah. You want to go into it? Go into it. Go ahead. Uh, it, it said, like, uh, about Django being a foundling. I don't know the, the full details of what it said, but it also said his father, Fett, and all this, and uh, who took care of him. And then Boba, as it said the same thing, father, father, Fett, and all this other stuff. But if you got more of the details, but I just thought that was cool because they actually decoded both of the chain codes. And it pretty much establishes that Django, he was raised by Mandalorians, and um, it's, it was passed down to uh, Boba. The article itself from IGN states that this was a few interesting names were translated, and it says Foundling took into the year, uh, the year of Concord Dawn, which is the place where they're from, Mentor Jast, which I'm guessing is the father of oh, who took in Django, because then the other words were Father Fett and Boba Fett, like you said. So, right then and there, bro, it just literally—I mean, yeah. they didn't retcon, but the Prime Minister, when he's like, uh, Boba Fett, uh, Django Fett isn't a Mandalorian. We don't know how he got that armor. I guess he was looking down on him because he was a foundling and they didn't believe in foundlings being true Mandalorians. Yeah. Who knows? You know what that I'm guy, saying? That guy also turned out to be shady anyways. So he could have yeah. been full of shit. <clears throat> no, of course. But you know what? Now it's legit. Yeah. He's a Mandalorian. Oof. I'm happy. I am. You know what I'm saying? Because I always, Me too. I always took into account that he was a Mandalorian. Same thing with Boba. He said now the chain code was in his armor for the last 25 years. And this father actually fought in the Mandalorian Civil Wars, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, Boba and Fennec agree to help Mando. Then the, they fly back to uh, Navarro where he sits down with Doc's wet dream, uh, Cara Dune. <laughs> and we find out that the gimmick that was given to her by the Republic is her badge. She's now a marshal of the New Republic, you know? So that he tells her to look into the, the registry of uh, felons. Uh, for uh, what's his name, um, Bill Burr, Bill Burr Mayfield. Mayfield she finds him. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna break him out so you can help me find um, Gideon's ship." She's like, "Look, I got to do things by the book now." I thought that was so lame that she said that. Like, yeah, you know, but, right off the bat, all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, I gotta." No, you don't. <laughs> but then, then he goes. She, they have the kid. And she's like, all right, fuck your couch, Charlie Murphy. We're doing it. Fuck your couch, nigga. (laughs) Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Fuck your couch, nigga. Fuck your couch. And and then... uh, Is it me or or did she put on some more weight? Doc's the same thing. I think so, too. Yeah, she did. She did. That's all right, baby. That's enough for me to push on there. (laughs) She'd be pegging Doc in about three minutes. He knows. And, And I let her. Ah, oh, yuck. Ah, oh, disgusting. And then 
They says, show, the, says the Greek guy. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they show Grogu in the cell. And as Gideon's walking into the cell, he's jobbing out these two stormtroopers, these poor guys. They're doing the J-O-B to Grogu. He's force choking them, force throwing them from yeah, one side exactly. to the other. Straight up dark side, boy. Straight up dark side Yo, shit, bro. When I, when I saw him force choking, I was like, Maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope. <laughs> so then you hear him panting. And like he sounded like an asthmatic. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> 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 I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then he's like, he whips out his dark saber, easy doc. And then uh, he shows him, he's like, hey, kid, <laughs> you're pointing, you're pointing, you're, you're poking eye out. You can't play with this yet. And then for the same but at the same time I after I watched the episode again it looked like he was trying to force choke Gideon I think you know, he was with his three little fingers he just didn't have the effort or the <laughs> yeah. power to do so and then they shot him they put a knife to his throat they fucking those baby cuffs dude those baby yeah, cuffs dude. killed me the baby cuffs oh killed God, me it was terrible They're like, yeah. yeah he was just laying there with his baby cuffs and that's the last thing you see is him <laughs> And him telling Dr. Pershing when we get out of house hyperspace, yeah. you now have a donor. Now the name of the, the, the episode's called The Tragedy. And we were talking about this in a prior episode. Star Wars has a tendency to have double and triple meanings with their titles, right? So what is the tragedy? Is the tragedy baby uh Grogu getting caught? Is it tragedy uh ship uh, Razor Chris ship. getting blown up? Yeah. Is a tragedy that they actually took time to make cuffs that small and actually handcuff a little <laughs> <laughs> and leaving you the last shot single. <coughs> Who knows? But kudos to them because this was oh, this episode was uh written yeah. by John Favreau, but it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. So we were talking about Spoken it last awesome. week. One of the greatest episodes, in my opinion, up there with the Jedi episode is the greatest episode. Uh this season has been gangbusters. Insane. For sure. It's been unreal. Like, I can't believe... I never thought we'd see a live, a live action Ahsoka. And I never thought they'd pull the trigger and bring in Boba Fett back. And... Here we are. Um, here we are. And it's almost like uh, a hardcore Star Wars fans' wet dream. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just... Big time. Insane. <laughs> and so, this is what... Remember, you were going back. You are saying... Uh, Spiro, you are saying, um, will he be light side or will he be dark? I don't think he'll be trained. I think there's going to be a point where they're going to be poking and prodding him and doing experiments and Mando is going to go try to rescue him and baby Yoda is going to get free and he's just going to be dark fucking everybody up. And it's going to take Mando either showing him the little, uh, knob. the little ball there. Yep. Showing him the knob there and yeah. he's Easy going to talk. chill out or he's going to call him by his name. But I think he's going to be doing some dark side stuff in one of the episodes and uh, I, I don't think he'll get trained, and that is because the attachment alone. I think he'll just be uh, just some random dude that knows how to use the Force, and I don't, I don't think he'll be anything more than that. I think he'll be a Mandalorian is what I think he'll end up being. But uh, how fun is Giancarlo? How much fun is he having with this role? Oh, you could just tell God. when he comes out, this, the, you could just tell it's like so natural for him. And then he, he had the dark saber, and he was just smiling. I was like, this dude's having fun. Doing this right for now. sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Like well, that's so awesome. That's <clears> gotta <throat> be so cool. Um, I love that, man. Oh, and then you were talking about tomorrow's accent earlier. I love the way he said Boba Fett. That's oh me. yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't even say it how he said it, but the way he said Boba Fett was so fucking sweet. 
that's me, Boba Fett, or whatever he said. Yeah. I was like, ah. What you if Boba what? Fett, though, does a, a double cross on at some point? Oh, shit. Because hey, Phoenix Shan, be he said that, and Phoenix Shan yeah. had that kind of weird look on her face. I was like, man, what if he double crosses his ass? I hope yeah. not. There's two things There's two things I hope for. Uh, well, after this episode, not that I hope for. Let me take that back. Two questions that arise from this episode. One, had his armor. Why didn't he go after it? Exactly. It's been five years since we've seen him in his armor. Why didn't he have it? And why didn't he go after Cobb Van to take his armor back? So that's, another, that's the first question. So, second question was, last episode we find out he was trained by many masters, Grogu. Then he was hidden in the temple during Order 66, taken away, and then he, she says everything after that is dark. His memory is dark. He, she, she can't tell what's going on. So does that mean someone hit him, maybe a Jedi helped him escape, but then got abducted by a Sith, got trained in the dark side of the Force, maybe by Maul? I don't see why not, right? Who else was around that time after 4666 that was in the dark side as a Sith? You know what I'm saying? Was Ventress oh, dead? Yeah, she was. Was she dead? Or yeah, because she, she got killed by Dooku. In that book, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless, what's his name? So the dude with the yellow stripe on his nose, what's his name? Quinlan uh, Voss. Quinlan Voss, yeah. Taught them both the light and the dark. Or it could be uh, Mace, Mace Windu. Motherfucking Windu. Taught him light and dark. But then here's the Makes kicker. Sense. How, did, how does he end up with the Transdotions? If he's under the tutelage of a Maul or a Quinlan Voss or a Mace Windu. Because the last the, the, the beginning of his story, he's held captive by Transdotions. Well, you got to think, that's 50 years. So he could have... He could have had a crazy-ass journey. I wouldn't even be surprised if Palpatine had a clone. Um, Yoda maybe, clone. Maybe one of, the, no, one of the evil clones put him aside, and Palpatine oh. was training him in secret. And uh, who knows, though, because maybe that I, – I, I find that far-fetched, though, just because if he was training him, he'd be way far along, probably on the dark side, than anything. So I do think a Jedi – escaped the temple with him who i i don't know that's the weird thing because but i also don't think he was the only one to get out of the temple i think a lot of other because like kanan jarris escaped order 66 cal kestis escaped order 66 so i'm sure there's a bunch of other jedi that escaped order 66 oh, of course they can reverse engineer that and you know yeah yeah do as many as they want but here's the deal he escapes the temple. We know he's in the temple. He escapes the temple, right? The only other bad guy or villain or heel that could take him who's around that time, in my opinion, is Maul. And Maul was with Ahsoka on the ship using the hallway to take everyone down, right? Yep. So Ahsoka let him free. He started taking out everyone during Order 66. Then he escaped. Right? Didn't he hop in someone's ship and take off? Yeah, he did. He hopped in. Uh, I can't remember whose ship he took, but he did. That'd be sweet if the baby was back there. You know, or and then he maybe he went to Coruscant to find out what the hell's going on, or the plan was in place to take out Palpatine. Bumps into Baby Yoda, kills a Jedi, takes Baby Yoda, starts training him in the dark side of the Force. 
I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I don't want to speculate irresponsibly here, but it kind of explains how he knows the dark side. He has to. I mean, I don't think Palpatine would have had him under his tutelage and not extracted all these M-Count midichlorians as a plan B. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to do now to him. I think that already would have been done to him because I think he would have tried to keep his his uh, vision of being eternal. You know, because we all know that what, that's what Palpatine he wanted to live forever. Well, how long did they have him too? Because when we first saw them have him, Moff Gideon didn't see him. He wasn't there. But on the ship, Moff Gideon says, oh, you're getting better at this. So almost to the fact like where he's ah, seen him point. before. So, and I don't know if it was dark side stuff he was doing or if he was just reacting out of, well, it was dark side, but I don't know if it was like dark side training or was he just reacting out of fear I, yeah. and anger? You know what I mean? But it I seems like Moff did. Gideon had seen him before. So I wonder if they did have That's him in the That's a good point. I didn't pick up on that. That's a good yeah. point, dude. Remember, he actually used the words, uh, oh, fuck, man, what'd he say? I, I think Moff Gideon had somebody training him because he said something. Now, I can't fucking remember. Remember when he tried to reach, I think he was trying to reach also for the Darksaber because he was like, you're not quite ready for these toys yet or something. I, I think yeah, yeah, they were fuck. I think they were actually training him in the dark side at some point, you know? Oh, who? With but who? Not, That's the fucking question. He, first of all, though? Gideon's taking answers from Thrawn. We know that, yeah. right? That's where well, it's What if it was Ray Sloan he was taking answers from? Or, or Ray Sloan, but Ray Sloan will probably be taking it from Thrawn because Thrawn was the Grand Admiral, right? Yeah, I, I hope it's Thrawn, to be honest. I hope you. so, too, or else they wouldn't have dropped his name, I think, the prior yeah. episode. Yeah. Get everybody all... Um, but who would train him in the dark side of the force? None of those guys, Sloan, uh, Gideon, none of them are force sensitive. Yeah. None of them are, because if, put it this way, if Gideon was force sensitive and had midichlorians in his blood, they wouldn't need Baby Yoda. Right. That's so, right. A plot thickened, but in a good way. So now we have the two more episodes. Way. Two more episodes before we see Luke Skywalker, right, Doc? <laughs> oh, Dude, what man. if what if what if Vader was? Training him, uh, it could or, be. You know what I mean, or uh, or so you or, think. So you think that's a that's a star killer, or shit? Maybe um, he was on Exegol, and the, some of those dark side loyalists or whatever Sith loyalists. Even, so so here here here's the setup. All right, uh, Anakin kills the younglings in in a Revenge of the Sith. Right, we didn't see anything after the, that lightsaber ignited. Definitely not. So what if he finds Grogu? And he knows Grogu from previously that Grogu is super powerful. And he says to himself, if I'm going to surpass my master at some point, I'm going to need an apprentice. And he, and he hides Grogu on Musafar. Granted, there's going to have to be some time in between there where he has to go fight Obi-Wan. Maybe he does it after he becomes Vader. He grabs Grogu and hides in there and is secretly training Grogu in the, fucking, uh, in the, in the ways of the dark side. And it's Vader who was. And then when Vader dies, now this kid is up for grabs, and that's when the Trojan. Oh yeah, that would him. be fucking sweet. They find his ass because they go to raid Mustafar, and uh, or somebody sells him off, and they got him because they know Vader's dead. Yes, man, that would be sweet. There's a rare thing on Mustafar. That. Yeah, I can see that too. And then so it's, it's there. The story's there. You just got to you just got to craft it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure they they have it. 
and they're just keeping it there. You know what I mean? They got it back here until they want to wham hit us with it. It's almost like, and they're good at that. Filoni's always been good at that too. He always puts something there, and he'll he'll come back to it later. You know what I mean? Which is really good. I'm hoping. So here's the thing. They've been smart with Mando so far. And they have been teasing and teasing and teasing this. Uh, like if you put this thing out there, oh, a Jedi may contact you. People want Luke Skywalker. If you don't give us Luke, it has to be Ezra. It can't. Like if you yeah. give us some unknown Jedi or something like that. And to me, you can't. You can't keep on bringing out unknown Jedi. Like, I don't want Cal Kestis, and I don't think they'd do that because I know he has another game coming out, so I don't think they'd want to spoil what happens to him. Uh, I hope to God it's Luke Skywalker. I Could you imagine this season ending with they go back to the seeing stone? You know, the, the camera goes back to the seeing stone, and you see somebody there, and uh, they turn around, and he, and it, he does the same thing he did in, in Episode 7, pulls off his cloak, and it's a de-aged Mark Hamill. A lot of people want Sebastian Stan. Not me. I don't. It's not the same. Not yes, the same. I mean if we had a if we had a okay CGI Tarkin and uh, Rogue One. You could give me a de-aged Mark yeah. Hamill, and plus let Mark Hamill play the role the Luke Skywalker he wanted to play. Yeah. Don't give us some some bullshit, and, and don't don't uh, recast OG characters unless it's like way yeah. in the past. You know what I mean? Like they did for Solo and Lando. But other than that, don't do that for for Luke. I I, I can't believe the internet is that pushing it that hard. It's like, cut that well, shit that's off. because they look yeah. alike. That's it. That's the only reason. But we we said on the episode last week, uh, at least I, Doc and I, I was we were talking about it. We were like, how funny would it be if they do use this Sebastian uh, Shaw guy, or Sebastian Stan, whatever his name is, and uh, you put him in, and then you got to use Alden Ehrenreich as Solo. And for the first time, Luke Skywalker looked older and is taller than Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It wouldn't. Yeah. It would. It wouldn't play right. No. So, I I'm, I'm with you, bro. With the DH technology they have now, the deep fake technology, it's so advanced compared to what Rogue One was. What three, four, five years ago? Oh, that yeah. it's leaps and bounds ahead. So now, even if they go back and they remaster Rogue One with this, with with the updated technology, it would look seamless. It would look flawless. Yeah. You know. So I definitely would like to see a Mark Hamill. And not for nothing, I would like to see the new trilogy take place between seven and six, and it'd be uh, Luke Skywalker and Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka and you know all these people fighting Thrawn. And hell, you want to throw in um, uh, Leia and fucking uh, Harrison Ford in there too? Go ahead, man. You would make everybody very, very. Very happy, and all they have to do is use the storyline from Heir to the Empire, yeah, and cherry pick everything, and you know, recraft it like that, uh, like Doc said, and, and everyone would be happy. Everybody would be happy. Tie it to the new trilogy. Maybe have a Mara Jade in it. Maybe Mara Jade dies. You know, at the end of one of the episodes. You know, that's why Luke is all grumpy, Luke or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, he loses his wife, then he loses his school. Oh fuck you guys! I'm going home. And he bounces, you know, or something to that effect. I wouldn't even touch that new tri- like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I hope they tie this. Well, actually half uh, people are like, I hope they tie this to the new trilogy. I wouldn't even touch that because I know some people were like, well, you know, the prequels, 
weren't good and they made they were made better by Clone Wars. Yeah, but the prequels had a concise story. Yeah, I get it. All th- all three movies. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was still George Lucas's vision, whether the acting was great or the visual effects or whatever. The story still made sense. It was just fleshed out with uh the Clone Wars and stuff. The sequels oh, dude, you know they're cool in some ways, but it's such a mess. Like I just leave that alone. Don't even touch it. I got it. it. I got it. It just hit my head. What do you guys think of this? Right? Thrawn is the main bad guy. He's like the emperor of this new trilogy, if they do it. His apprentice, or not apprentice, his right hand, Darth Talon, who was trained by Maul, who was training Grogu because Maul died. That'd be sweet. Yeah, but Talon wasn't trained by uh, Maul, though. But it was in the George Lucas sequel that he was talking about in 2005 where he was going to have more. Listen, man, they gave that motherfucker $4 billion. He can go <laughs> fucking fish for the rest of his life, man. You know, like, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, man. If it gets us talent, and listen, it makes sense because talent looks like more, except with uh, tits and ass, right? Hey. So, yo, but before we wrap this up, I want to bring up three points. Number one is I thought that Fennec Shan pulled a dock and she kind of stole the thunder from Boba Fett because I wanted it to be him when uh, Mando said, who are you? I was like, go, go, say it, say it. Boba Fett, no. But she she was the one that actually first mentioned his name. And I'm like, "Eh, that should have been him. The second thing is, you know, and it goes back to the prior episode um you know then you know santo's daughter played that female that villain and you know she handed um mando that that spear and she said you 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 have no idea what what it is that you have there and i'm thinking don't tell me that is the spear that once belonged to mandalore the ultimate because if if it is man then that opens up uh a lot of shit. A, a well, lot of shit. There's rumors out there, my my friend, that Bo-Katan ain't going to become the new ruler of Mandalore. It's going to be Din Djarin. And he's going to have the spear and the mm. Darksaber. So who knows? That's a rumor that I heard. He's going to have to I think to that'll be the end fight. Up. Yeah, that'll be like the end of the series, I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. But I also think that'll be the end fight. This season will be the Darksaber versus that spear. Those yeah. two fighting. Maybe Ahsoka shows back up. I don't know. I think now that she knows where uh, Thrawn is, that's where she's headed to. You know what I mean? So I don't know if she'll, we'll see her at the end. I do think the next episode, though, it will be that uh, getting the crew together type thing. So they'll have Bill Burr's character, Kara uh, Dune. Um, maybe we'll get Cobb Vanth again, probably Bo-Katan. And maybe we'll get Boba, like a whole squadron Almost like an Ocean's Eleven to go get. Help, yeah. Yeah, to go bust out Baby Yoda. Yeah. What was your third point? The third point is, what if? Uh, Don't pull a Ryan Giants to give us two if, lessons instead of three. What <laughs> if? What if Grogu was actually one of the students that Luke had that Ben Solo kills and shit? You know, it makes well, sense no, because it does the way he can't. ages. Why not? Because they already showed it in the comics. He, ben Solo didn't kill anybody from the temple except oh, one man. guy. Yeah, they bitched out on that in the comics. That was, oh, God, it was so terrible. We said it last week how Ben Solo, uh, he started off, Kylo started off as a badass 
emo bitch who just turned to the dark side. Then they humanize him so much through the comic books so they can make that redemption arc in the last movie have more levity. But then they showed another thing in the comics in one of the episodes we were talking, and one of the issues, I think it was Star Wars Adventures number two or something like that, where he goes to a planet and somebody tries to rebel, he ends up fighting some chick, then gets tired of fighting her mid-fight and goes, fuck you, walks away and the all stormtroopers take care of her. And all of a sudden, as he's leaving the planet, the planet, the whole planet goes up in flames. They don't know how it's done. They don't explain it. They think it was the force, whatever. But they said that the headline of the article is Kylo Ren destroys the planet between episodes eight and nine. So they try to make him seem like a badass where he types into the dark side. But at the same time, they humanize him so much that I kind of lost that dark side appeal to me. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. That's just my 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 take on it. That's we, we, got, we got plenty of time to talk about that on this week's episode of Who's More Over. Yes. That's that's why I don't like uh man, I'm not excited for the High Republic because it's done by that that story group, that Kathleen Kennedy side story group where they're they don't know Star Wars. And it's like um even even the guys that do the comics, like some of the comics are good, some of them are really bad. Like they tried to uh go back and fuck with Empire, like this female Jedi catches Luke's lightsaber and then train. It's just stupid shit. I'm like, don't, you don't need to touch that stuff. You don't even need to mess with that. Stop trying to retcon that stuff. Like that's when you start to get into really dirty water and you piss a lot of people off. Don't touch it. Just create new things. Hopefully high Republic is really good. I don't have high hopes for it. And I definitely don't want to be the one that's like trying to follow, uh, Rock and Hogan at that one WrestleMania. It's like, I don't want to be the one to follow Mando or Obi-Wan after. I don't want to be the one to follow Mandalorian after this fire-ass season. So it's like, whoever has that, that unlucky number, fuck. Good luck. Good luck. Doc, what do you got to say since you spoke all episode? <sighs> I've been speaking all episode, my man. Uh, nothing. Um, we're here right now, all the way at the tippy top. Where are we going to go right now? Where are we going to go? I don't know. I'm a little worried um, for a lot of things. You know, you guys brought up a lot of good points about the whole death of Boba Fett potentially, which would really fucking suck. But we're here. They got us here. Now Now they got to either bring us higher or slightly bring us down. So I don't know, man. I'm nervous. Well, we got two episodes. I think one of them is filmed or directed by Dave uh, – not Dave Filoni. Is it Dave Filoni? No, it's uh, Rick Fuji. Oh, Fuji Warambar. That's right. Yeah. And then the other one is... Uh, they don't know. Oh, it, we don't know? Yeah. It, it, apparently, it's not... It wasn't released who was doing the last one. Dude. So, I would shit if it was George Lucas. I, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen, my, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> oh, what if it was Ryan I'm Johnson? Turning to shit. Oh, God, if it was Ryan Johnson, I might Dude, fuck what, my what, life. What, what? <laughs> I miss yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what if it's um what's his name? The dude who did the last uh, season finale. Oh Taika Watini? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think that'd yeah. be cool. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even I don't know if it's supposed to be a big surprise or if it just didn't get released, but um I think it'd be cool if it, uh, John Favreau, I think, should do it because he's been spot on with all the ones he's done. But uh man, if it was George Lucas, that'd be insane. Definitely. Definitely. Uh high hopes. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, uh, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? Listen, man, I just want to say, man, you know, I was, uh, you know, I'll never give up on Star Wars, 
but I was pretty like, man, whatever they do going forward, I'm just going to fucking whatever. But to me, The Mandalorian has been the best Star Wars that we've had since fucking the creation of Star Wars to me. Yeah. Um, you know, you got the original trilogy and you got other things in there that are great and, and are up there. But this, I think this is what fans have wanted, man, for many, many, many fucking years. And we finally have it. And I swear to God, if that cocksucker, fucking Ryan Johnson, turns out being the one to direct the last fucking episode, I'm either not going to see it or I'll see it just so I can fucking really get pissed off. And after I go kill everybody at fucking work, I'm, I'm going to come back to this show. And I'm going to fucking <laughs> drop the biggest fucking fuck ever, bro. Because fuck that, man. Don't keep him away from this shit. Okay? Yeah, I agree. You have the perfect formula. Take this formula and implement it in everything going forward, okay? Yo, cut all this fucking the forces female shit. Cut all this fucking political bullshit. Cut fucking mm -hmm. Ryan Johnson. Cut that cancer fucking Kathleen Kennedy the fuck out of Disney already. Wasn't this bitch you didn't supposed hear the to news, like dude? leave and shit? You didn't hear this? They renewed her contract for another three years. I'm done. Bye, guys. I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck my life. But yeah, I'm man, kidding. listen. That yo, is a possibility, though. It is. It is. It is I, I see it fucking happening, unfortunately. Listen, man. How hard is it to look at what these guys are, are doing and be like, yo, you guys, you guys got it. You know, you know this shit. But Kathleen Kennedy will never fucking admit that she's clueless. She doesn't know fucking Luke Skywalker from Han Solo. Fuck, man. You know, listen, man, I, I, I told you guys one time, right? A friend of mine is a fucking lawyer at Disney, and he Allegedly. told me that. Allegedly. Yeah. Let's not get your friend fired here. Listen, dude. man, he hasn't given me any new shit, so fuck him. So, <laughs> you know, he said that. Part of the fucking contract in there someone was that when he sold it, one of the fucking stipulations was that she had to be the head of the whole thing. Uh, and I was like, of course, yeah. You know what? It makes sense because how else would this bitch still have a fucking job there? You know? Look, I she's mean, a great producer, dude. Behind, <laughs> behind the guy who does Marvel, what's his name? Uh, Feige. Feige. She's the second most money-making producer in the history of Hollywood. And that's a fact. So what does that mean, though? What, that means, that means that she mean? knows how to produce. No, it just, it just means that what happens is that she got this opportunity. She got a little bit of power. She abused the power. And it didn't work into our favor. Because like you said, she implemented some feministic ideas, ideal politics, which don't belong in Star Wars. No, don't we don't need real-life stuff in it. We, we, we go see the movies to escape reality, not to incorporate reality into it. If we do, then it's called a fucking documentary. We don't want to see documentary. We want to see space opera. And that's why, in my opinion, Filoni and Favreau are doing such a great job because they're leaving them. all that shit. Exactly. They leave all that shit on the curb and they just tell good stories. Yeah. They're not trying to get fucking uh, their, their personal point of views across. They're doing what's best for the entire genre, the entire brand. And well, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and I, I, I strongly feel that they're the ones who are gonna take over the range in 2021. Now, regardless of what's gonna happen, 
we'll, we, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world today that, that, that may come into play. This COVID-19 nonsense, the, the election nonsense, you know, everything that may come into play afterwards within the next 30 to 60 days, we're going to see a, either business as usual, maybe some back to normality, or a whole new world where we're not comfortable with what's going on, where we, in order for us to take a shit, we're going to need a fucking permit and a license and whatever. Bro, we're going we're gonna to be speaking fucking Chinese soon, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, man. We bro, all are. Watch. The problem with that is that Ch you know? Star Wars isn't big in China, dude. So we're, we're I don't, mind, I don't mind eating yeah. Chinese, you know, but, you know. The, one of the issues, uh, it's like Ryan Johnson has said, um, we don't we don't make f uh, films for the fans, you know. And he started going off on that. And whereas Favreau was like, no, you have to, you have to include the fans. You have to remember that your hardcore, yeah. you know, cater to your hardcore fans because those are the ones that kept the torch lit forever. And to be honest, the hardcore fans are the ones that buy your merchandise. They're the ones that go to the movies over and over and see your product. So when you take a shit on them, you take a shit on the majority of your fan base. And that's what these sequels did. Force Awakens, um, and I, I don't want to get into shitting on the sequels again, like, you know, because some, some people hate it, some people don't, but it is what it is. They're there. We can't change that. Uh, but I do feel like Mandalorian has come along and has opened the eyes of some people and even though they still may like the sequels it shows them that they're not as good as they thought my buddy who i used to argue with all the time he had never watched clone wars he never watched rebels but as soon as he watched the first season of mandalorian we're like you gotta go back and watch this stuff he watched it and then when they came out with the new clone wars that new season and he, he, he watched rebels he was like you guys are right the sequels aren't good like why didn't they just use these characters and now it almost feels like the Mandalorian is the sequels we wanted. It's it's they have Great. connected, they've connected all the lore, all these characters that actually mean something. And the coolest thing is, you just introduced Ahsoka to a whole new generation of people that are that are um, enthralled with the Mandalorian. So now they're like, well, who's this badass chick with lightsabers? I've never heard of her. So now they're probably going to go back and at least watch some of the Clone Wars or watch Rebels so they can get you know up to date with who these characters are. They see all the hype about Thrawn. They're like, well, I need to know what's going on here. So they'll probably go back and find out. And then you just, they, they did the best thing. They, they united the, the fans. And unfortunately... I don't know what's going to happen with like that Leslie Headland, her series. Right. I, you oh, know what exactly. I mean? You have this, you have these two groups. You have like the Lucasfilm uh, story group, which is like KK's uh, crew. And then you have Fav and Filoni. It's like, I don't know if anything these guys are going to do. I, it's not going to top this. It's not going to nope. top Mando. And I think that's where they're going to fail, and we're going to see that. These people are going to try to – either that or they're going to try to copy the formula or they're going to take legacy characters and they're going to ruin them some more because they're trying to make products. They're not trying to make stories. They're trying to make money and just get out merchandise instead of actually giving a shit about Star Wars. Fav and Filoni give a shit about Star Wars where these other people are too busy trying to push agenda politics and all this other dumb shit and trying to have a message. None of that shit matters. We just want good Star Wars, and this is good Star Wars, 
and so far this has not been good Star Wars. So I guess we'll see. That's it. Doc, anything? That's it, man. Bro just said it all. I agree 100% with everything he just said. I'm glad to see you showed up tonight. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Let them know where they can find everybody at. You can find me at Dr. D-R underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-O-I-O, Instagram, Alex Royo, M-D, on Twitter, Alex Royo, on Facebook. You can find me, God knows where the fuck, aside from work these days. Huh. But, if, but check out the Rational Rage Network. Uh, have, you know, there's other guys doing, doing things there. Uh, you got wrestling shows. You got fucking doomsday prepper shows. You got cryptid shows. And I think that we're about to have some fucking uh, video game geek, geek uh, show guy. Come on, I don't know, man. But hopefully, I'll get up and and I'll do something. I'll fucking piss some people off, and that's it, man. You know. Uh, you can find me at Hakeem Zane on Twitter, Raju Zane eighty on Facebook and Instagram, and then prowrestlingtees.com slash Rohit. I just dropped the Flex Division champ t-shirt which has been selling real well and doc i want to thank you i saw that you bought one of the wu-tang ones thank you so much i appreciate that i got your brother Ooh. doc don't sell but he does buy that's a shit shirt <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at greek god pop it on on instagram and twitter demetrius pop it on on facebook greek god pop it on is a youtube channel you can see the matches the promos go subscribe hit the like uh, the notification bell all that shit uh, Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Papadon is the Pro Wrestling T-shirt store. You can go get your GGP T-shirts. Uh, I got 37 kids. I got to buy Christmas gifts for, so hook a brother up. Uh, you can catch all of us together at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter. New Force Order on Instagram. Official New Force Order on Facebook. And the email address is newforceorder at yahoo.com. Let us know what you guys think of the Mandalorian show, how it's been so far this season. Let us know who you're going to pick for the next Who's More Over segment, which is Kylo Ren versus Ben Solo. Uh, you guys just want to talk shop about Star Wars, hit us up through the email. We'll read your emails on the show. And if you have a toy that you want Doc to go over, you know, and speaking of, and then you want Doc to review, then... Let him know because he does a Facebook show called, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a YouTube show called, a YouTube exclusive show called Tatooine, where he reviews all the toys he collects. So hit us up, incorporate yourself into our loving Star Wars NFO family. Uh, because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, we say this every show, and I will say it till the day I die the NFO will never put themselves over on Star Wars. We want to get Star Wars more over with you. So thank you for giving us your ears, your eyes, and your, and your time. Uh, this has been another exciting edition of the New Force Order show called Mandomania, which is running wild all over your face, neck, and chest, brother. So what you going to do when Grogu comes for you? Green and gray suit with a cape on his back. He's got a carbine rifle if he needs to attack. He was born on Camino where the whole place is wet. OG bounty hunter and his name is Boba Fett. His ship looks like an iron, but you know he's not the cleaner. He can get away with murder, felonies, and misdemeanors. He's got a flamethrower and a rocket on his back. And he kill you from the sky, cause he's got a jetpack. He's Boba Fett.
you're more used to me dead. Take him down. It'll, it'll take more than that. He's flying slave one chasing the millennium falcon. You know the empire paid him. He's in the middle like Malcolm. He can find you in the day or in the middle of the night. And take your ass to Cloud City and freeze you in carbonite. I cold like hot when he's talking to Vader. But he what? can make it real hot with this thermal detonator. Hanging out at Java's palace in a galactic celebrity. Sometimes I walk with my legs and I do it successfully. What? His dad, Jango Fett, wanted all the Jedi dead. But daddy got real cocky and it got to his head. Too soon. Maybe we should stay away from mentioning the prequels. The writing was garbage and it upset a lot of people. He's the illest of the ill, the baddest southpaw in sci-fi. That antenna on his helmet steals Imperial Wi-Fi. Always working alone, but he doesn't like Solo. When he fell into the Sarlacc pit, I heard him yell, YOLO! This job isn't always pretty.